Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Little does more to hinder turkey hunters than untruths. So on this episode, we're going to be doing a little bit of myth-busting. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanitas, and today, guys, we are going to do a little bit of myth-busting. I don't know what what it is about untruths and half-truths and just downright lies that make it into hunting and particularly turkey hunting, but pretty much every type of hunting has its own set of untruths. Uh, But for whatever reason, urban legends, bad tradition, bad understanding, bad science, or literally outright sabotage, you've got myths that make it in and just hold back turkey hunters, keep people from doing things uh, that would have or could have led to success. So today I want to just start busting through some of these myths. Number one on the list. You have to be good at calling to be a good or effective turkey hunter. Or you have to be good at calling just to get a bird at all. Well, you guys, this is an absolute, complete, and total myth. You do not have to be great at calling to be a good turkey hunter. You only need just the most minimal level of calling skill to be able to be a good turkey hunter. The reason is most people overcall. They're just calling too much. They're calling too often, too frequently, too intensely, call strings that are much longer than they need to be. It's essentially, you have this entire TV birth culture of uh, competition calling that's trying to make its way into turkey hunting. And you know, there's a lot of things here that are in common with duck hunting and duck calling. And, you know, Phil Robertson once said, all these professional duck callers and these big name duck calls and all these people competing at these events, he said, they'll all lose in the woods because they don't sound like the real creature. They don't sound like the real thing. That is not the way the animals actually sound. But we have developed our own theater around turkey calling and duck calling and other things. And when it comes to turkey hunting in particular, calling is i'm not going to say overrated because there is an advantage that an expert caller has no doubt about it no doubt about it I'm not trying to say that's not true 
the expert caller has an advantage. But the novice caller is not significantly disadvantaged as long as he learns two particular things. Number one, don't call often. And number two, keep your calls limited to the turkey sounds that you can make that sound like real turkeys. That's it. In other words, call little and only do make the sounds that you know sound reasonably good. When I say reasonably good, I mean like real turkeys. I've told the story in the past, but it'll bear repetition. Time and time again, I have gone into the woods and heard some hens calling and sat there and thought, man, that is the worst turkey hunter I have ever heard over there. Just trying to sound like a hen. I mean, I wish they would just stop. They are so bad at calling. And then a hen walks out. And like, oh, that was a real turkey. That was a real turkey that was terrible at turkey calling. Well, guys, is that the truth? Is that the reality that the turkey's bad at making turkey noises? Or are our expectations and ears out of whack? And I'm pretty sure it's the second one. All right. Uh, people have been hunting turkey hunter tur- people have been hunting turkeys for a long, long time with call technology that is very, very primitive. I mean, you talk about a pot call, it's because you had a broken clay pot. Now you take a broken piece and you scratch at it with a stick and it can make a sound like a turkey. And that broken clay pot and that stick can sound better than the $50 and $80 and $120 calls that you can buy today. All right, I've got nothing against people that make calls or the industry. I'm just saying that we have inflated the bar on this thing. And I have did an episode or uh, about to do an episode on um, you know, cutting through the marketing of turkey hunting. And you know, I'm not going to don't want to go too far into that here. But the bottom line is, and if you want to be a good turkey hunter, you do not need to be an expert caller. Calling is a small part. Now, if you are an expert caller, you have an advantage in that small part. But I think more often than not, one of the biggest lessons the turkey hunters need to learn is when to call less, not at all, quieter, or with much fewer notes. So... If you can do a basic Yelp, I mean, just the basic Yelp, and then you can do a couple of clucks and purrs, that's it. That is all you need. That is 80% of it right there. Like I said, the expert can gain another 20%, but it is not what people make it out to be. Hens and turkeys in the woods, they don't tend to just sit there and call and call and call all morning and all day. They call few and far between. And all you need to be able to do is make a Tom understand or feel like, oh, hey, there is a hen turkey over there. You can make some kind of turkey noise to get it into his head that, hey, there's a hen over here. You've got a shot. Number two myth. Gun and shells mean everything. Guys, this is just couldn't be further from the truth. Gun and shells do not mean everything. Now, true, you can't take a turkey without a gun or some weapon. True, 
Some shells are better than others. And true, some shotguns are better than others. But at the end of the day, if you can get a turkey into reasonable range, you can kill that turkey with any shotgun and any shell. All right, you can kill that turkey with a 410 and target loads if you can get them at 20 yards. All right, if you've got a 12 gauge anything with any choke using any ammo on planet Earth, you can kill that turkey at 25 yards. Period. It is not what a lot of people make it seem. Better ammo, better choke, better shotgun lets you extend your range a little bit. And you reach a point where you have to pay a lot more in order to get a little bit more. And for some people, you know, that's totally fine. I'm in no way against paying more to get more. But you have to put this into context. You know, with a regular turkey setup, I mean, pretty much any turkey choke and any decent turkey load, you're going to be able to punch out to 40 yards. All right. Number five shot, number six shot. Pretty much any load, ounce and a half of shot or more with a turkey choke, you are going to be able to punch out to about 40 yards. Pretty much anything will do that. Um, now, how much further you can punch out, it, it, here's the thing, guys. It's a sliding scale, okay? You know, For every yard you add, you have to spend a disproportionate amount of money and time to get a little bit of advantage. But here's the other side of it that makes it slippery. You can't even see turkeys real well much further than that. In fact, I believe all turkey hunters ought to try to limit their shots to within 40 yards. I don't think you should be shooting further than that. I don't think you should be planning to shoot further than that. Because it is hard to positively identify birds unless they're in the middle of a field in the wide open. But if you're hunting in the woods, you know, further than that is tough, man. You got brush, you got trees, you got all kinds of stuff. And you try to shoot further and further and further and you put yourself in a position to shoot the wrong bird, to hit more than one bird, to hit other people if they're around. So, you know, it is tough to even... You try aiming at a turkey much further than that, it becomes significantly more difficult. So, uh, guys, I recommend, first of all, you don't even... You, there are reasons why even the best of the best of the pros of the pros don't try to shoot that far. In fact, oftentimes, the better people get at turkey hunting, the longer they've been hunting, the more turkeys they down the more they try to not shoot farther, but get the turkeys in closer. There are people that they set up their guns so they can shoot turkeys at 15 and 20 yards effectively. And if the turkey's not closer than that, they don't want to shoot it because they don't feel like they, did enough, or they didn't do a good enough job to get the bird in that close. You know, it, it goes the other way. But the marketing, the marketing wants you to believe that if you're not shooting such and such $80 choke with tungsten loads, then you just don't have a chance. And it couldn't be further from the truth. A factory full choke with target loads will kill a turkey as dead as that turkey can die at 25 yards or less. All right. So the gun in the shell, and here's the thing, you only really get one shot at a turkey. All right. You really only get one shot. Now, I don't have statistics on this, 
But experience tells me that 80% of dead turkeys are killed by the first shot. Maybe 90%. Okay, very little, very few are killed by the second shot. And for those that have a third shot, I mean, the adage is that the only thing that the third shot does is let every other hunter in the woods know that you missed with the first two shots. All right? That's pretty much all it does. Okay? If you don't hit that turkey on the first shot, chances are you're not getting another chance. You know, sometimes you hit a turkey and it goes down and, you know, it it, it comes to you, you. You stunned it, but you didn't get a fatal shot and it'll get back up. And, you know, that's a thing that can happen sometimes. But you've got enough time to reload by then. I mean, it doesn't matter if you've got a Benelli or a single shot Brand X, you've got, you're, you're, there's no difference there in performance of that, of, of, of your ability to reload and get another shot off. So, you know, you don't need more than one shot. If you've got a break action, single shot, bold action, double barrel, over under, semi-auto, pump, it doesn't matter. You only need one shot. All right. So, to have a better gun, it get, it get, make, gives you a little bit more advantage. More than anything else is to have a gun that you can shoot well, that you feel confident in, that fits you, and of course that you can shoot and aim while sitting down. That's the number one thing, is just fit to you. Does this gun fit you well, and are you able to shoot it well? Better to have a 20 gauge with a short barrel, that you can shoot well than a big three and a half inch 12 gauge magnum that you can't shoot for anything. All right. It's just the way that it is. You need to be able to shoot the gun well. You need practice is better than buying another gun. All right. More practice is going to be you better most of the time than buying another gun. And like I said, with shells, pretty much any average turkey load with any average turkey choke is going to get you to 40 yards, which is where you need to be. And especially as a new hunter, you don't even need to let thoughts enter your brain to shoot further than that. All right. Because here's the thing. Experience is what the number one thing that's going to give you the ability to shoot further. It's not so much your setup. All right. You're going to, you can use a better setup, but until you have the experience, how to build that setup and practice with that setup and use that setup, you're not going to get the results you think you're going to get. So you're better off just getting a average turkey setup, get into the woods, get experience, and let experience teach you what to do next and what would be helpful for you where you hunt. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. 
Altacovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Number three, turkey hunting myth. No gobbling means no birds. Mm-mm. No. Not accurate. Not accurate at all. Some mornings, for whatever reason, whole flocks of turkeys don't seem to make a peep. They don't make a sound, let alone single gobblers. I don't know what it is. I have read book after book after book after book. I have watched videos. I have researched, I have read articles, I have done everything I know to do. I have spent time in the woods and postulated and theorized and guessed. And at the end of the day, guys, here's what I've come up with. Some days, turkeys just don't make any noise. And some people think it's certain weather, some people think it's certain barometers, some people think it's certain clouds and sun, but none of that is true across the board. It's just not. Now, sometimes certain weather and clouds and sun and so on may affect the, you know, the sound that they make to some degree. But in any scenario that I have ever found where people said in these conditions, turkeys gobble, I found days that they don't gobble and vice versa. People say, well, on these days, turkeys do not gobble and I'm hearing them gobble. All right. It's I have found nothing that is true all of the time or even most of the time. You know, 60% of the time is probably the most. So, you know, it's kind of like Punxsutawney Phil, given his weather forecast. You know, like, I don't know if you guys have ever looked into that. I have. I have run the math. I have pulled the data for the last hundred years of Punxsutawney Phil's weather predictions. And what I have found out is that he is wrong 60% of the time. So the opposite of whatever Punxsutawney Phil says is most likely to be what's actually going to happen. But it's so broad that it's... You just need to get into the woods, guys. You just have to get out into the woods. As long as the weather is good enough for you to hunt safely um, and you're able to get out there, turkeys can be there whether they gobble or not. You might say, well, you know, if you didn't hear them, how did you know? Well, you see them. I have seen turkeys. You see them fly down, they say nothing. You see them walk through a field, they say nothing. You can sit there and be surrounded by turkeys on some days. And for whatever reason, they won't make a sound. It doesn't mean they're not there. Of course, we all want them to make a sound. We all want them to gobble. Gobbling is half of the fun, it seems. But it's just not the way that it really happens. Um, You know, they can be there. They can be there and be totally silent. I have seen turkeys ghost through my setup. I mean, I've been sitting there for an hour motionless, you know, bordering on the brink of a nap. One eye open. I mean, 
just completely and totally still. And with that one eye open, I see this turkey just come out of nowhere, like materialize out of thin air and just ghost through my decoys, walk right through them. Like, I mean, between the two and me and then just disappear on the other side. Didn't make a sound, didn't didn't make a leaf crack or a stick or anything. I mean, dry, windy day. You're like, how could that happen? How could it not make a sound? Walking at 20 yards, how could that happen? And it's just, they can do that. They can do that. And they can also make so much noise that you think an army of infantry is marching through the woods. All right. It's just, they can go either way and anywhere in between. So where you cannot go by your hearing to determine if birds aren't there. If you hear birds, well, you know they are there most of the time, unless those birds are actually other hunters. Then you can't trust it either way, really. So, you know, your hearing is a tool, but it is not the be-all, end-all to determine if turkey's there. A lot of guys have gone out, didn't hear anything in the first hour after daylight, assumed there were no turkeys. They left, went home, and 20 minutes later, a tom walked right through where they were sitting, looking for them. But they didn't think any of the birds were there because they didn't hear them. And you just, you can't, you can't rely on that. It's just not the way that it is. Now the number four turkey hunting myth. Killing turkeys is hard. That's the myth. Killing turkeys is hard. People really, you know, they, they mythify the turkey. And they make it seem like this just this amazing ethereal beast that that is, you know, maybe it's not even real. Maybe it's a spirit. They're just, you know, you can't you need silver bullets to kill a turkey. Copper plated lead's not enough. And they just build these birds up and put them on a pedestal to the point where you're like, man, you could go your whole life and not kill a turkey. Well, guys, turkeys are not that hard to kill. Anybody. Any 12-year-old can walk into the woods, make a turkey sound, have a turkey pop out, and take it home. All right? It can happen. Anybody can do it. Now, it takes skill and strategy to be able to do it consistently, especially when there is hunting pressure. All right? Anybody can get lucky. And, you know, lucky, uh, I don't even like to use that term. You know, you can be in the right place at the right time and have a bird nearby that is hot and ready and coming in and you make a call and that bird comes in and you shoot it. Happens. Love those days, right? Love those days when it seems easy. Okay. But here's the thing. The other side of the coin, it is not hard to kill the turkey. If turkeys are around and you call, if those turkeys have not been pressured and spooked by people, if, if they don't see you, you know, some shot of orange sticking out or something, and you make a, a, just a half-decent, regular turkey lady sound, there's a good chance that one of those turkeys is going to come to where you are. If they're not preoccupied with other hens, if they're not already, you know already have a, a, a place in mind that they're going, you have a reasonably good chance. If you can get into an area with unpressured turkeys and you make a turkey sound, 
you can have a turkey come in. All right. Uh, now, the, the first two parts of that are the challenging ones. Finding a place where there are turkeys and then, you know, avoiding the hunting pressure and, and trying not to not to get too close to other people or other people have been hunting and spooking birds and making them extra wary and educated. All right, but it is not hard to go into the woods and kill a turkey. It's not hard to put a turkey on the ground, right? People are shooting number nine tungsten shot at $9 and $10 and $12 around thinking, you know, that is the, the firepower that you need to drop a turkey. And guys, it's not. It's not seven and a half target shot, two and three quarter inch with one ounce of shot is all you need to drop a turkey at 25 yards. That's it. You don't need any more than that with basically any choke in your shotgun. We'll drop a turkey at 25 yards. Now, if you want to shoot out the 35 and 40 or 45 yards, like I said, then, you know, you, you need a little bit more oomph. But here's the thing. They're not bulletproof birds. They're not impossible to kill. It's not even that drastically hard to get a bird to come in that close. All right? Um, but here's often what happens. People call. They make a relatively okay or sad call. I mean, it's not even that good. Bird starts coming in. They don't see it. They don't know it. They fidget. They move. They make noise. They spook the bird. Or they, they see that bird at 50 yards and they try to shoot it at outrageous distance and they're not able to do it. That's what happens a lot of the time. Most of the time, people don't even know that the bird came in. But they, they, they didn't have the other pieces put together. They didn't have a good spot. They weren't concealed. They weren't quiet. They weren't still. Uh, it is not that hard. you got to put it out of your mind to think that it's that hard to kill a turkey. It is not. They're just like any other bird or animal in the woods. In fact, in the springtime, they are much easier to kill than most other animals in the woods. But you gotta, you know, you have to follow the basics. You gotta get basic principles. If you don't know what those are, I've got dozens of turkey hunting episodes and many more to come this season. Go to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Go to the hunting categories, click turkey hunting. Everything's there, sorted, organized, by topic, by theme, to, to help you figure out what you're interested in and what you need. Um, so, you know, do that. But it's not that difficult. You can kill a turkey. You just need to do the follow the basics, get into the woods, have average gear, or even below average gear, just have the essentials, and you can take a turkey. All right. If, of course, you can find a place where there are turkeys and the more you can get apart from hunting pressure, the better your odds are going to be. Now, it tends to happen is people have a few years in a row where they don't see a turkey, they don't kill a turkey, they don't bring a turkey in, and then they elevate these birds and put them on a pedestal. All that means is that you just didn't find place where there were turkeys and you didn't follow the basics all right one of the two either either weren't you just didn't find a place where there were turkeys nearby or you didn't follow the basics to get in there because if you do that 
you may not kill a turkey, okay? There's nothing that works all the time, every time. But you will see turkeys. You will you will have turkeys respond to you. You will have turkeys move in. Maybe they don't get come within range. Maybe you do spook them. But you will have encounters with turkeys. And eventually, you will pull the trigger on one and take it home. All right? It, it is not the kind of thing that is impossible. So, guys, I hope this is helpful for you. Please head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes, all the other episodes on turkey hunting. We'd love to hear from you. Send me an email through the website. Uh, head to the YouTube channel. Comment. Would love to hear from you what's going on. You can also find me on Facebook. But till next time, God bless you and go get them in the woods. Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.